Welcome back, everybody, to Living Positively Whole. I hope you have a wonderful month of July. I pray that it was full of blessings. I pray that God just showed you a new part of his character. But we are so thankful to start this new month of August. Let's just first and foremost give God all the glory and honor for this new day, this new opportunity that he has presented before us. We are going to dive into a new topic today. It's called Disconnect in Order to Reconnect. So this is going to illustrate personally a journey that I've recently gone on where God has actually literally removed me from things, removed me from certain people uh, so that I may be able to reconnect with him, that I may be able to go into a deeper level with him. We already know that, you know, God, he wants to take us on another journey where we are able to learn more about him, about his character that we didn't know before. But we have to be willing to surrender those things that are taking us away from that opportunity. So there is going to be some mess, intentional messages that I'm going to share with you on this new message entitled uh, Disconnect in order to reconnect. Just be aware that you know, the Holy Spirit can definitely take this message and shift it. Who knows? <laughs> so I leave my message open to uh, the Lord at all times to allow him to work and to speak what it is that he would need to speak to his children. So let's get ready to dive in and see what's going on on this next episode of Living Positively Hope. Stay tuned. dive in guys let's dive in so disconnect in order to reconnect so as you heard on my intro there uh, God's taken me through a season where he has called me to disconnect from things people situations in order that I might dive in and reconnect with him so where I live here in Louisiana we are preparing to get ready to go back to school and in the hustle and bustle of getting ready to go back to school, many parents are also preparing for their schedule to get even more busy in that everyday rush. But in that moment, in that everyday rush, we have to slow ourselves down and we have to ask ourselves, are we a little bit too busy? Are we a little bit too rushed? Are we a little bit too uh, scheduled up, so to speak? For God to really do what he needs to do. Sometimes God will bring you to a place in your life where he will remove people and anything that may be causing a distraction. And a distraction may not necessarily be something blatant and in your face. You may not even notice it's a distraction until you step back and say, you know what? That very thing was taking up a lot of my time. Now, of course, when I use that example of us getting ready to go back to school, the kids are going back to school and our parents are preparing for their schedule to get a little bit more busier because now we have to drop the kids off. We pick them up. And in between that, we're probably going to work and having to deal with the everyday things that we usually do. But we have to just slow down for a minute and just exhale. Exhale. God desires to have us in a place where we can hear from him and hear his instructions. We are to seek him 
that he may order our steps and not just come to him once in a while and say, God, can you order my steps? Can you show me where I need to go? And then we get the instruction that we need for that day and then we fall off. Something I have learned through my journey with walking with my heavenly father is that he will only give what you need for that present day. And the reason is because we are not to get to a point in our lives where we are no longer dependent on him. So if we live our life one day at a time, one moment at a time, we would find ourselves not so frustrated and we would be allowed to live and enjoy our life. The Lord, the Bible says that for the joy of the Lord is my strength. Many people are not able to walk in the joy of the Lord because they are so weighed down with all of their items that they have on their to-do list for that present day, if not for that whole week. We have to adapt the mindset to live day by day by day by day. In the book of Matthew, the Lord Jesus has instructed us not to worry for the cares of tomorrow, for those cares will worry about themselves. What does that mean? It means not to put ourselves, not to weigh ourselves with the problems of tomorrow, the problems of the, of the next week, the problems of the next month. We're not to weigh ourselves down with that because we miss those intentional moments that God has set aside for us to be able to fulfill his purpose for our life. What if God is sending a specific individual to get a specific word that you have, but you are so busy that you just miss them because your everyday to-do list has pulled you away from God's call and purpose for you? We are living in a world where we are so distracted and it's not just the adults that are distracted, but it's our children. If you don't believe me, most children in the average household today, they have a cell phone, they have TV. And in some cases, there are game apps, gaming systems. And what these items are doing is they are drawing us away. They are distractions, drawing us away from the call that God has on our lives. Taking away time that is so vital and precious to the development of our children we are allowing our children to be developed by electronics. And then we wonder why they are acting the way that they are acting, because whatever we feed into is what's going to continue to grow. So distractions. So God had literally, <laughs> because I was being hard-headed, God literally just had to intervene and just clear things away clear certain situations, clear certain people, and even clear me away from TV. You know, we all have maybe our favorite show that we like to watch. You know, there's so many television streaming apps nowadays that I found myself literally paying every app there was. I had Netflix, I had Hulu, whatever app it was, I was paying for it. But it's crazy because you can only watch one app at a time, right? So this particular season, God has literally had me disconnect from them. I have canceled all those apps and I have drawn closer to him. Instead of turning on the TV, I go back to reading my word. 
another blessing that God has bestowed upon me is that now I have gotten back into starting my day with seeking him. God, what is it that you desire for this day? And before I even ask that question, I give him thanks that I have breath in my body. God, thank you that you awakened me with life today. And because you have done that, I thank you and I want to be of service to you. What is it that you have planned for me to do today? Who is it that you have planned and intentionally purposed in my life for me to connect with today? Because we have to be reminded that we live this life to bring glory and honor to the kingdom of God. And when we are not doing that, we're not living our purpose. Now, our purpose may look a little bit different as far as the specific assignment that God has called you to. But the ultimate goal is to bring honor and glory to his kingdom. And whenever we are not walking in that day to day, then in essence, we are being distracted. So then we have to find out what is distracting me. What is pulling me away from that vital time that I need to be able to bring honor and glory to the kingdom of God? The number one distraction tactic that, that causes havoc in a lot of households, a lot of lives today is this word called busyness. We believe that if we are doing more, then we are completing our purpose. Well, God, I've, I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm juggling this and I'm juggling that. So I'm busy and I'm doing well for you. I, if I'm busy, that means I'm doing what you've called me to do, right? Not necessarily. If you start a hundred projects and you never finish them, not one of them, what was the point of you starting them in the first place? So if you're busy with your hand in, in, in this project, in this project, in this, in this, in this, and you have a hundred things that you have your hand in, but you never fully complete any of those things that you have your hands busy doing, then why did you start that in, to begin with? Was it because God called you to do that? Or was it because that you, you yourself felt that if you were busy putting this on your plate and that on your plate and this on your plate, then you felt like you yourself were fulfilling something. And so were you puffing up yourself? Because sometimes it's not that we are fulfilling the calling that God has for us. Many times we are trying to fulfill our own personal call which has nothing to do with God's call. So we have to be careful. You have to ask yourself, why are you so busy? And what exactly are you accomplishing? And what you're accomplishing, is that something that God put on your heart to do? Or was that something that you motivated yourself to do? So the same is true, that if we would focus ourselves on the important item and follow that through to completion, then we are more effective than the person that has a hundred different projects and none of them complete. 
So what if in this season, God is just calling you to do one task? What if in this season, God is just calling you to draw nearer to him and spend time in his word? What if that is the one task he's calling you to do? Are you willing to fulfill that task to completion? Is it more important for you to fulfill the task that God has called you to? And if that is the case, if that is your heart's desire, then we have to find out what are some things that will try to pull you away from fulfilling that task. We already know that when God calls you to something, the enemy is not going to make it easy for you to fulfill that task. So let's just say that you are being instructed by the father to spend time in his word. Well, just know that you are going to face opposition. There are going to be things put in your way to try to prevent you from fulfilling that task that God has assigned you to. But you have to be diligent to push through it. Just like we would be diligent to turn on the TV on our favorite streaming app and watch that show. And let's say that streaming app, it just something happens and you're not able to look at that show on the TV. Guess what? Many of us would go to our phone and try to pull it up or we would go to our laptop and pull it up. We would find different ways to be able to get done what we are wanting. So if we really, really want to live the life that God has called us to, then we will push past those distractions. And the more that you draw closer to the father, the more you will see that you are going to become more focused. You won't have time for the petty, trivial things that you may have made time for in the past. You will become focused and intentional about the calling that God has for you. Everybody on this earth has a purpose. We have been designed with a purpose. Not everybody is fulfilling their purpose because not everybody is willing to surrender to his instruction, the instruction of the father. Wow. So literally while I was recording this particular podcast, my whole system shut down in the middle of recording this message. So is it, this is real. Okay. This is real. Whenever you are fulfilling the call and the purpose that God has for your life, there is going to be opposition. There's going to be things that the enemy is going to send your way and do things to try to stop you and get you off of God's call. But all the more reason why you've got to press in to what God has called you to do. So many times I feel, I believe that a lot of believers get so frustrated when things are going wrong that they get, they fall away. And they get in this place of this pity. Woe is me. All this stuff is happening to me. God, see, I followed you and look at what happened. God, I'm following you. I'm being a faithful servant. And this has happened. God never said in his word that it was going to be without trials or tribulations. So we need to stop that. And we need to stop blaming God for things that are happening and understand that we have a true enemy out there that is trying to stop us from advancing the kingdom of God. This is real. When I sit here and say that I literally was had finished this message because I wanted to get it out, that the enemy shut down my system 
And so now the Holy Spirit is using that as a reason to take this whole message and to shift it and to encourage somebody right now that may be going through something. If you are going through something, you are facing opposition and you have been living the life that God has called you to live and you have been given, have seen opposition from all corners. You keep making a step forward and there keep coming op opposition. Lord, I'm doing this for you. Lord, I'm being faithful in this area and opposition is still coming my way. Well, I pray over you right now that you keep going. Do not quit. Do not give up because God is fighting this battle for you. And I have come back on this podcast to share this with you, that you continue to press in. You continue to do what God has called you to do. For the Bible says to do not grow weary in well-doing, for in due season you will reap the harvest. If you faint not, do not faint, do not quit, because your breakthrough is on the other side. Let me encourage you one more step and say this, that when you are doing what God has called you to do, and you start seeing opposition coming at you at all areas, you count that joy. You rejoice in the Lord because guess what? That means that you are a force to be reckoned with in the spirit. That means that you are making steps that you were supposed to be doing in the spirit. That means that you are a threat to the enemy. Too many times we equate something bad happening to us as us being out of the will and the purpose that God has called us to. You could be in the exact place that God has called you to. But you have to allow your faith to be fortified where you are right now. You have to let Jesus be your anchor where you are right now. And I am here to tell you that as long as you let Jesus be the one that holds you down, Jesus be the one that anchors you, that no matter what's going on around you and what people say against you, know that if God is for you, then who can be against you? Don't worry about what the naysayers say and don't worry about what's going on around you because guess what? As long as you are planted in God, he will ensure that you see the breakthrough. He will take you to places that you never saw coming and he will connect you to people that you never thought you'd be connected to. He will take what you are enduring right now and what you are enduring right now is about to set you up for your greatest comeback and your greatest victory. And I speak that over you right now. I don't know where you are in the world and I don't know what you're facing, but I know that our God is bigger than what you are facing. Stay the course. Stay the course. Complete the assignment. Do not allow the tactics of the enemy to cause you to fall away, to cause you to cast all hope and faith away. The times that we live in right now are so unsure. People are leaving earlier than, than I have ever seen before. This world is so shaken by the devastation that's going on around us, sickness all around us, a uh, uh, financial lack everywhere we look. But in the midst of all that, God is still in control. Don't forget that he is in control. And don't forget that the battle has already been won. 
You are not a victim. You are victorious in the name of Jesus. And whatever you're facing is going to be used as your platform for your greatest testimony. And I'm just going to allow the Holy Spirit to take this message and to do what it is that he needs to do. Because he is intentional about all that he does. I'm going to close this podcast message because I feel led to do it at this particular time, because I feel that God has spoken what he needed to speak over you today. And I want you to just be encouraged. This verse I'm going to read over you today. It's from the book of Ephesians and it comes from Ephesians chapter six and it starts at verse 10 and it says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith with which you, have, you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Guys, we are living during those, those evil days. I'm not saying that these are the last days, but I'm saying that right now you can tell that there's, there's evil all around us. But what I just read is that we need to take our stand. We need to become grounded in God's word and not be moved by these schemes of the enemy. I remember one time and I'm going to say this and get ready to close, but I remember I heard the acronym of the word fear and it has stuck with me. I do not know who originally coined this acronym, but it was not me. Let me just be clear. But fear standing for false evidence appearing real, false evidence appearing real. So whatever may be coming up against you, that's causing you to be in fear. That is not truth. That is not true. The Bible says that the enemy is the father of lies, that there is no truth in him. And he uses the tactic of fear to cause us to be, to cause us to cower back. That's his tactic that he uses to cause intimidation. But we cannot be moved by things that are not even true. We have to be moved by the word of God because that is what fortifies us. That is what is true. So my dear friends listening to this podcast today, let's take on this day and seek God's will for our life and let you, and I pray that you are empowered by the word of God today. Take your stand and be firmly planted in his word. 
and watch how God works. Amen. Have a wonderful, blessed day. I am so thankful that I had this opportunity to share this word with you today. And I look forward to us having another wonderful lesson on our next episode of Living Positively Whole. Be blessed. I love you.